0: You are now listening to feeding off each other
1: well well, well, if it isn't Jason and Dave, I knew,
2: I knew you'd find me here. I knew you'd record this podcast here.
1: I'm gonna say it is podcast number one. <gasps> this is the first one. you may have listened to podcast number zero Yahoo! and we were uh. Just working out the kinks, and we still will be. Like I said, the first 100 podcasts are going to be rough, but thanks for sticking in with us, and uh, March the 4th be with you, everybody.
3: Oh, nice. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, wow. Wow, that's... That um, is the day. You Do not have any Star Wars thing on the
0: soundboard? No. <laughs> I have this. I'll be back. Oh, that's good enough. Pretty close. Mm, we're
1: going to dive into the Terminator. <laughs> I haven't seen the Terminator. I'm uh, going to be... <laughs> i'm gonna be very embarrassed this podcast revealing all the
3: movies that i haven't watched that's fine i haven't watched a lot of stuff
1: either.
0: i feel like that's gonna be a constant theme yeah
3: have you seen that no mm-hmm. cool we have our
1: first guest today on the podcast should we introduce Huge ourselves honor ourselves yeah we introduced ourselves last time everybody okay, knows but you want to say something new about yourself
0: no, but you know, I don't know. Someone maybe dives in on episode one. All right, one, everybody. Not zero. Dave
2: wants to talk about himself. Wow. So big it. surprise. Hates the podcast name. <laughs> Hates the soundboard. Now loves it.
0: <laughs> no, but we should all like every episode probably introduce ourselves first and last name.
1: Thank you. Okay, go for it, Dave. You lead it.
0: Hi, I'm David Wiggins. And? Oh, no, that's it.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm Matt Dennison. Uh I'm Jason Lucas. I'm still a Leo.
1: I wonder if our voices are distinct enough because some podcasts uh you can't tell who's who and you get confused. That's true. I but think I... our
0: voices are pretty distinct.
1: Yeah, they are. You'll be fine. Can you guys impersonate my voice? Can you guys I impersonate you my you voice? In. Oh, <laughs> oh who's, who's so that? you're good, how'd you do that?
2: <laughs> I'm David Wiggins. <laughs>
1: People are so confused. That right was now. less offensive than the voice I did for you. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's being too nice. Mine was uh, actually flattering. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Come I on, Jason. It. Let's hear oh, your
2: impersonation of who? Dave?
0: Why me? <laughs> Why me? Wow. No, anybody.
1: Do an impersonation of yourself.
2: Oh hi, I'm Jason Lucas, oh. and I like to ride bikes. <laughs>
0: I find when I hear my voice in recordings, I sound kind of Kermit the Froggy. Like, that's the quality I don't like. Oh, my God.
2: Hi, I'm David (laughs) Wiggins. I'm
0: David Wiggins. (laughs) Hey,
2: that's solid. That's Ah, good.
0: Kermit the Frog here. Oh, that's great. Hey, dude, that's (laughs) really
2: good. We found Dave's talent. Add it to the soundboard.
0: (laughs) He's like, ow. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Nailing it. Yeah, so today's our first, we have our first guest, Dan God. This is our first time uh, having a guest kind of figuring out how we're going to do these intros and outros. We're looking for your feedback, listening at home, in the car, in the igloo. Let us know, we want your ideas, but hello Dan. Hello. Thanks for coming on our, uh, I guess, program. Yeah, I'm happy to
3: break the ice for... uh Everybody else that's gonna show up here.
2: Yeah, we're so sorry. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a roller coaster of emotions. I'm used to this crappy Mahalo my dude IFHT. You have worked with us for a good Yeah, that's time fine. Now.
3: I know what I'm getting into.
1: So uh we we figured that well this is my idea that we do intros. Rather than just going into the podcast, no you don't you know, we're just talking to someone that you don't necessarily know who it is. We do a little intro. We kind of break them down, who they are, what's the what makes them great, why we know them, why they're here, oh and uh, yeah, we think maybe, like, you guys think we should do this every time? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think it's
2: fun. Yes, talk about me, how awesome I, think I am. Exactly. For one, <laughs> pump their tires. And then I think it's funny, too, if each of us kind of takes a turn at writing them, because everyone has mm-hmm. a different writing style here mm-hmm. and a different relationship with the guest. So there's going to be a variety here.
0: I'm gonna do a haiku for my next one.
1: As
2: you would. <laughs> pumping
1: <laughs> pumping uh, tires—that's a good name for a podcast. Mm,
2: mm. Not good enough, apparently.
0: No.
1: So I—I uh, I have an intro. Uh, I'm willing to start us off. I'll, I'll read the first intro, and uh, maybe after you guys can uh, re- give me like a, a, a critique or a critique, uh, corrections or kudos for my yeah. intro. Okay. Oh, you wrote something. for real? Yeah, I wrote something. Wow. Okay, go. Want to hear oh, wait. it? Did we? I know you made some edits. Yeah, I made some edits. <laughs> did I actually delete that? I think I did. Okay. I'm going to go for it, guys. Get ready, guys. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Our friend Dan G is a wizard. And no, the G doesn't stand for genius. It stands for God. Daniel, am I saying this right? Godreau? Yeah, you got it. Daniel Godreau, or Dan God for short, was born in Magog, Quebec. Did I say that right? Yeah,
3: that's good.
1: Magog. And is most certainly a brilliant filmmaker with a heavy background in visual effects. Besides his VFX work, Dan is a jack of all trades, writing, directing, producing, and shooting his own his own films. His most recent work is an anthology by the name of Automatic, and can be streamed on CBC Jam, starring Matt Dennison. No sponsors. That was uh, that's that's this is just a genuine shout out to Dan's film, a genuine <laughs> Dan's anthology. Automatic is an, is essentially a collection of his best work over the past 10 years, stitched together into one seamless and visually stunning 50-minute film. I've watched it. I've watched it many times. It's incredible. And no, that's not just because I play the voice of a robot named Matthew at the end of a film. <laughs> Which is the best film. It's just simply incredible what Dan can do with a mouse and a keyboard and his thinking raisin. Yeah. Plus, he's an avid mountain biker, avid nerd, and avid friend of ours. Thank you for being here and feeding off of us, Dan God. Oh, my God. That
3: was the best intro I've ever had.
1: Wow. Thank you.
3: Clutch soundboard. That was great. That is so good. That <laughs> was really good. Like you out, should, out of 10? You should write my bio. 11? Okay.
2: Oh, Really? What well, Guys, we're setting the bar really 6. high. 6.9. 6.9. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was really good 10.69 Yeah This is like You hit the French pronunciation Magog It's
1: easy Because I've hung out with you For yeah. two years now
2: And uh, <laughs> When
1: someone comes around That I don't know anything about It's gonna be much harder I'm gonna mm-hmm. be on Wikipedia Scrambling mm-hmm. You're yeah. gonna Just copy paste From yeah. Wikipedia You're gonna Magic up if, some French It's good Imagine if Nardwar was here The amount of research That I would have to do Oh
0: my god Matthew Dennison From <laughs> Richmond, <laughs> British Columbia
3: <laughs> So Dave's the impression guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we have to know
3: <laughs> Dude, This is really good Yeah, that guy would really school you on the research Like he would whoa, whoa, whoa. break you down Break you down yeah. One by one And <laughs> you would be like, uh, you're the guess." <laughs> I would love to receive a gift from Nardware
1: mm-hmm. But enough about Nardware It's Dan's Hi. spotlight Oh my god uh, we, we have a lot to talk about, look at these notes, look how long this is, look at Dude, all this stuff. this is like my life in there. Yeah. All right. We, mean we, we got to talk fast and get into it because these podcasts are supposed to be like an hour or something, an hour, hour and a half. Okay. Whatever.
3: Question number one. Go. Question
1: number one <laughs> We're is go. a statement. Congrats on your newest release.
3: Automatic. Thank you. I'm so happy that five people saw it. And hopefully like (laughs) 10 after this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about it. Oh God. Where do you want me to start? Like from the beginning? Um, Yeah, (laughs) you you pretty much nailed it. Like it's been 10 years that I've been doing that. And CBC, they did this uh, emergency COVID fund when COVID hit. And I applied to it with like a really sick trailer. Because before that automatic was called Love Dead Robots Indie Edition. And I did the same. I don't know if you guys saw the first "Love That Robots" trailer, but it's very like uh, hardcore music, like electronic music, like, and it's like just quick cuts of like point three seconds each. And I did. I found the artist. I took another song for that guy, and did the exact same trailer. And it was called "Love That Robots." Love That Robots Indie Edition, because I was like, I'm gonna piggyback the the wave of. Uh, the Netflix marketing and all that. Mm-hmm. That was my idea. So I did that and I sent it to Tim Miller, which is the director of Love That Robots and Deadpool and a bunch of stuff. Cause I kind of found his email because he owns a <laughs> company called Blur, which is like one of the biggest VFX and animation studios in the world. Well, maybe not the biggest, but one of the best. And yeah, I was like, I'm going to send it to him, see what he thinks just for fun. And I didn't expect any reply and he replied. And he was like, this is, uh, Really sick. This is I'm, my impression <laughs> of him. Is really sick, dude. But you're gonna get screwed by Netflix. And it's basically what he said. But he was like, "This is you could." He, he gave me advice on how to frame it, like as an homage or any or whatnot. But I was like, I was just excited for him to reply to me. And since I then, I've it. been sending him a bunch of emails that he doesn't reply to. Cause it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that guy's annoying now. But anyway, everyone gets one, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. get one reply. I got like four. Did, pretty... did he tell you why you would get screwed over by Netflix? He said there was like Netflix as, a, as an army of lawyers ready for this stuff. Um, oh,
0: you would get screwed because you're using the name. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, exactly. Oh, Sorry. Okay. I didn't put yeah, that yeah. emphasis I on that. I thought
3: it was, they were going to take advantage of
1: your genius work and no. make a fortune off you. <laughs> I wish, but no, um, <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, as long as
3: somebody's making a fortune, I don't care. Yeah, hopefully me. (laughs) Hey, but no, after that, uh, CBC got, uh, I released that like on YouTube for fun and then CBC released their um, COVID emergency fund and I applied to that thinking I would never get it. Mm. it. Like sci-fi, weird uh, robots, movies, VFX heavy stuff is not like the Canadian Uh, standard for content, I
0: feel. It's probably too good.
3: Yeah. Mm, (laughs) I don't know. I would say that, but it's just like, it's too weird. It's very out there. And I find weird as a compliment, by the way. I'm not dissing my own work. And yeah, so, and they reply
0: like six months later, like, oh yeah, it's cool. You're in. Like, cool. So you son of a bitch. (laughs) You son of a bitch. I'm in. So, so the love death robots indie was just a segment that no, ended up being in the anthology or was that no, just I, inspiration? It was like I was about to,
3: I wanted to really push like myself for the next, I released the trailer of Love Death Robots Indie Edition and mm-hmm. I was thinking of pushing myself like four or five months to finish everything and release it on YouTube as the anthology. Mm-hmm. But CBC jumped in. I was like, I couldn't use the name anymore. So I just went back to Automatic, which is what was the name of the short film that Matt was in before. And now I just used that name because it felt, automata automatic robots whatever it kind of
2: felt a good felt good but cbc didn't jump in until 10 years of you working on it yeah exactly like the like the most of it was kind of done but since
3: like like there was one film in there that i started in 2018 and the vfx got so good like all the tools got better and so i was like i'm just gonna redo it so i redid everything and that was not the smartest thing to do, but it <laughs> was definitely the best thing to do because it looks way better now.
0: So, when you say redo, is that like literally started from scratch and just taking well, the story? Well, I got I use? had the rough
3: edit and like yeah. maybe like seventy five percent of the VFX work done, so I just scrapped everything, redid the edit, like make it made it way tighter, and redid all the visual effects visual all the visual effects shots. Gotcha, and it's and it's like yeah. So, like all in all. Automatic, this indie thing that's on CBC Gem that like not a lot of people will see as, as much VFX per shot as any Hollywood blockbuster film out there that costs like 50 to 100 million. So like we, we met a couple years
1: ago and you would show me a shot here and there. You'd be like, hey, check this out. And, you know, it would either be something that you sent me on, on my phone or I would be with you in person. And you'd be like, look at this. You're like, yeah, this is a a shot from my film. And I would have no context, no clue of like, <laughs> what is this thing? Like, it looks cool. Like, like yeah, it looks pretty sweet. But I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't, it wouldn't like click for me. And then when, you know, fast forward two years later and it all came together, I was like, my mind is, if you can't see, for those of you listening, my mind, I'm doing the mind blown thing right now.
4: <laughs>
1: it was. Yes. <laughs> seriously mind-blowing because i'm like oh like okay yeah like i had no i had no clue like yeah i don't know you were trying to tell me the story of what was and i just you know i had to see it yeah. to, for it all to come together and like the the you know i'm i'm gonna pump your tires so hard here but this it is incredible <laughs> like to see the robots that you're working on like how many times have i had to ask you wait you do this like this is you you do because I, when I see something like that, I'm, I'm, I imagine there's a huge team working on this. Yeah. But there's no difference between, I mean, you're a huge critic of yourself and VFX work in general. But in my opinion, when I see this, I'm like, this looks like a Hollywood movie. This is crazy. I, I would have this would take me a lifetime to figure out how to do.
3: Yeah, I see it and I'm like. Uh this is not good enough,
0: (laughs) but thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. It makes me feel a bit better. Matt, like every project I've worked on with you, we've got the first edit done and we've been like, we probably have to refilm and redo everything. Like, (laughs) Like every time we're like, this is a disaster. Yeah. When you're the all
1: knowing creator of your own artwork, you know, all the flaws, everything that could have been better. You know, the other ideas you had, but as a viewer watching or as just someone enjoying your, you know, artwork, you don't know what was inside the creator's head, but so we're all our own biggest critic, but exactly. No, seriously. Like I was just blown away and to, I still don't understand how you do that. And I still, am not quite convinced that you do it all yourself. Are, <laughs> yeah, you, dude. are you not, are you keeping something from us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> in, in the film, in the short film within automatic tonight, I strike, this is the one with the robot who's cutting the carrot. Yeah. Like, and uh, you explained to me oh. that to animate the hands and the fingers yeah. of that robot cutting the, car- the carrot, that's like a that's weeks of work,
3: yeah, or maybe more, yeah, yeah. It's literally there's an actor doing that, and then that's as a like the stand-in, and then you just match that. It's called rotomation. You roto your three D character on top of the real footage that you shot, so it's a good reference, a mm-hmm. but it's also a pain in the ass to remove the Real person. So in my film, there's a sequence, the last film that you're in, there's a sequence with my kids in there. And they they jump in my arms and they hug me. So I had to remove myself. And it's always the same thing with me because I know how to do it. Like in my head, I just like, All right, it's going to be easy. I just need to remove myself. And then I end up working like t- it took me two weeks <laughs> to <laughs> remove myself. Just, just to do that part because like there's one kid that jumps and like I just see her, her arm is like going over me this one goes under me and there's this my other kid does the, something different it's like oh my god this is really complicated so yeah it was um pretty heavy and you still see some of my limbs in that shot that I color corrected to match my daughter's dress and all that so yeah if you look at it you can see the mistakes are still there they're just like hidden <laughs> if you have a chance to watch automatic stream
1: it on cbc gem is it you gotta pay for that what is cbc no? No, gem it's it, free
0: it's just their streaming service it's no. free i imagine if you're outside of canada free, you, yeah, okay. you couldn't access it exactly oh but VPN. if you got yeah there so let's go. uh we got a vpn sponsor yeah I think we <laughs> just, just imagine how authentic this ad break would have been yeah. right now yeah um <laughs> oh jason lucas vpn
1: what yeah that's what it's called
3: i got a lawyer (laughs) up Yeah, there's a bunch of ads, though, which is a bit annoying, but whatever. Yeah. Some well, candy. watch the film if you have a chance, because,
1: I mean, if you sit in a movie theater and you're watching Adve- Avengers, Avengers... What's the name? Avengers? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, oh, the, the biggest franchise ever.
2: <laughs> um,
1: you know, when, I don't know. When you sit down and you watch a Hollywood movie like that, it's expected it's going to be amazing, because there's, like, a huge team. But, but when you sit and you watch this, knowing that this is mostly... One dude, Dan, you're <laughs> hey. like, what? This is, like, insane. This is mental. And I just, even when I watch it to this day, I'm like, well, dude, this is crazy. This is crazy.
3: This is what you can do in 10 years. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how did you do that? Oh, it took 10 years. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So you you have been doing this for a while, though. You didn't yeah. just learn this, these skills on this film. Yeah. You have quite a few interesting movies in your IMDB. What the oh, heck God. does that stand for? Internet Movie Database. There oh, yeah. you go. <laughs> Basically Damn. your resume. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we looked it up.
3: Oh, you did? And uh,
1: <laughs> there's a few movies on there that we want to ask you about. You worked on District 9. Yes. Watchmen. Yes. Iron Man 2. Yes. Source Code. The worst. Of it. Doomsday. Source Code's awesome. Doomsday, never heard of it. Uh, never heard it of sucks. it. It sucks. Uh, but uh, I, I'm very curious about your work.
3: And w- first of all, what is your profession? What do you do? Well, back then I was a digital compositor, not a composer, like not music stuff. But compositor is like literally you get you get the footage, you get all the layers from 3D and some smoke effects and whatever, and you just combine everything so it so it fits within the shot. Because whenever you get 3D, it doesn't look good like sorry 3d artists but it's like it's always too saturated or whatever it's close to what it should look like when it's sitting in the shot but it's not there you need to really massage it and you it's kind of like it's um sorry i'm gonna swear it's called pixel fucking like you
2: literally (laughs) whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) don't google that
3: no sexual not sexual (laughs) but it's like it's the when I work as a compositor, you really like zoom in, like as close as you can in the shot. You look at the grain, the texture of the film stock or the the Alexa has a different grain, the red has a different noise pattern. You put that back into the 3D. I do that for our stuff that we do on Mahalo, by the way. Like I just, it's like, now it's natural for me to do it, to just look at all those little details that no one would notice. But in the end, it feels like it's more integrated.
2: So so That's, we're all in the film world, we're all film buffs, we're all really smart oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> Super smart. We're all geniuses. Some of are so smarter than others. <laughs> for our friends that aren't as smart, not me, um, explain like in the context of Iron Man 2, yeah, what you are doing in a certain scene. I did this this film was weird because it was like being
3: edited while we were working on it. And I was living in Australia for that. It was really fun, by the way. Australia's awesome. And um, yeah, it was uh it was being edited, and I was working on the Scarlett Johansson Joensen sequence where she just kicks ass. She's all dressed in the black leather thing, and she's she's just in the hallway, and she just kicks kicks ass. And I had to remove like remove the dead bodies or add extra uh, stuntmen that were that was supposed to be there, so the it was working in context. Remove the wiring. It was just like tiny little things for that sequence, and then I did another sequence which was big VFX, big three D, and it got cut too. So oh. like, like I worked on it for a few months, then like, there was like two or three of my shots that made it into the final edit, where I worked on like fifteen or twenty. So it's how just, does that feel to? Uh, when, get I your work cut? Ah, when I was younger, work cut. Uh when I was younger, it was like <laughs> this is the worst. But now I'm older, and I really don't care. Well, I mean, how
1: did you react? <laughs>
3: Did you go, were you like, did you brush it off? or Did you go home and cry? Did you, no, uh... no, no. I just brush it off. Like, it's just like, oh, uh. but that's the thing. Like this the problem when you're in the industry, you're within the machine of jumping from one film to another, one studio to another. It's just, uh, you need those shots to get the next gig. But when they're, when they're cut from the movie, you cannot use them. Mm. So that's a problem. So I was like, oh, shit. (laughs)
1: So So, you worked on another film. You've worked on a few, well, at this point, several projects with us. Yeah. Which we'll get into. But one in particular was, looks like a session in which there's a Rorschach test. And you uh, did a little bit of animation on the Rorschach test, which... Did, for those you who didn't don't know what it. that is. It's, yeah, we uh, cut that. Yeah, we did cut that. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was
0: too bad. <laughs> that's so Sorry, good. I did not go home <laughs> Yeah, I did cry. It's not because it wasn't good. It just uh, didn't fit the story. <laughs> no, that's fine. I thought it was a
3: bit off uh, from the tone of the whole piece.
1: Nonetheless, uh, Rorschach test, for those of you who don't know what that is, is when you're with a therapist and they show you a blob of ink and they say, what does this look like to you? And you say, it looks like my Penis. brother. <laughs> beating me when I was younger. And uh, that's when I found out that you had worked on Watchmen. And specifically what you worked on was Rorschach, the yeah. character yeah. and his face, yeah. which is a Rorschach yeah. ink blob. Yeah.
3: And you animated his face. Tell me, tell me about that. That was mostly integration and then some animation too. And yeah, it was, that was when it was 2008. That was a while ago. I'm old. And um, yeah, it was like mostly like integrations, and because the guy playing Rorschach has uh, a hood on his face and two holes, yeah, it's that two holes for his eyes and tracking markers, mm-hmm. and the whole head is CGI. Mm. It's not just like the ink blots that we patch on top; it's like the whole head. So we had to really put it back on top, and it was a big uh, integration nightmare because. In, on a movie set you have a bunch of lights doing different things and when the actor moves around especially in like intense scenes when he's uh, action scenes uh, the light does a bunch of different things so the the some of these shots I must have spent like weeks trying to just get the light exactly how it looks on set so it's really you look at it side by side and for days and days and days you just try and figure it out and you animate like a key light and you just paint a new one, and it's just, it's really, it's really intense. People don't know the amount of work that goes into, like, one shot. (laughs) No, I think what I realized, speaking
1: with you over the years now, is that someone's one job throughout a movie
3: could just be, okay, you're just working on his head, or you're working
1: on his hand or something. You're the
0: dust guy. Yeah,
3: (laughs) exactly. Well, there was a, at one point, back in, like, early 2000s, you had to dust bust uh, movies. There LA. you go. Dust dust. That dust it dust. means like, because it was shot on film mm-hmm. and sometimes dust is going to get into the film oh, gate and all that. So some stuff, Yeah, some movies that were filled with dust. So you had to, you do your shot and then, oh, by the way, you need to dust bust it and oh. you really go frame by frame and you look at little artifacts that are just going to pop. And now with digital, you don't really get this problem anymore.
0: Right. I just realized, yeah. i's realized it's quite ironic. We're talking to a visual effects artist on an audio platform. That's fine. Hey, we got the video <laughs> yeah, going. There's a red going.
1: I, I think I noticed a big
0: hair on the lens. Sorry, Dan, can you take care <laughs> yeah, of that? Yeah. I'll take care of it. It's, all good. <laughs> it's our, our hair guy. is what I do now. Yeah, we'll cut it anyway. <laughs> I think a thing I've um, learned watching stuff about VFX artists is that so much of what you actually see so they'll show behind the scenes footage right mm-hmm. and there'll be like dots on a person's face or whatever and i think as um someone that's not you know directly involved in vfx you go like oh well so they use all those parts and then they just kind of add to it but the case is often like no they'll just replace the whole person yeah or the whole head or yeah. whatever like they're actually using a lot less and all of that is just like reference yeah and sometimes i've heard it's it's worse than just not having a person there
3: what do you mean? Like, oh, because you need to remove that yeah, person? Yeah, like it actually,
0: yeah. like, you know, they ended up doing it and it helped the performances, but it, yeah. it made it a lot harder and more work for VFX artists.
3: Well, that's the thing. That's why we do clean plates. And that's yeah. why that's why we did that on Project One. Shout out to Project One. And um, yeah, that's when motion control gets really useful because you can mm-hmm. repeat the same motion. Right. And uh, But yeah, a visual effects, like sometimes it's way easier to do everything in 3D. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, we need to add this the extra 3d piece to this character and they're like oh we have a digi of that guy let's just use that A digi is like whenever on especially big motion pictures they just like 3d scan everyone yeah. in costume no costume in case a they die and b it's really useful
0: that's morbid like, yeah I know Paul, Paul Walker Paul Walker said the oh. standard for that wow. literally
3: Damn. I'm sorry yeah uh, and his
0: brothers beams. were the body doubles exactly right. and then they digitized his face yeah. they they used old footage and, and yeah. models to recreate him.
3: yeah every like almost every shot in that Fast and Furious movie is like VFX Paul Walker wait so we don't it's actually great. have to be in the films not anymore no We'll make a full CG film, guys. I don't actually
1: guys, have don't to worry. go biking anymore. Right? No. I can just, we can just
3: VFX that. You can just play Super Nintendo every day. Oh, my dreams! <laughs> yes.
2: We were talking about that actually yesterday, working on a future project of just an entire of My Dude video in like Unreal Engine. And yeah. Dan just makes us go ride like Whistler. <laughs> yeah. And we just sit at home and do nothing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I would love Probably. to get like, oh, they <laughs>
3: I would love to do like a solid like five to ten minute video that's all CGI
0: you never address it
3: and we just like we just dump it play it completely no we just call it like <laughs> shredding
0: at the Whistler bike yeah. park yeah oh yeah it's God, yes. this is gonna get a lot of views I, too. I, I yeah. love that uh,
1: you know you're so talented you can do really high-end visual effects work but it just I get the most excited when I get to give you something that's just like make utter garbage
3: the yes garbage make it look intentionally <laughs> make crappy. Really stupid it's really hard to do that now that the i'm fine at, line. yeah i need to really push myself to do like crappy stuff i'm actually yeah, excited to sure, do that buddy. yeah <laughs> no for real <laughs> but it's like oh i need to whenever i look at stuff i'm like oh i need to match the grain and motion blur is not
2: right so um. i need to not think about that you did a crappy fish in our channel trailer for oh, yeah, the Oh, yeah, that was crappy. <laughs> that that was guess. really I crappy. Was good. I thought it was pretty crappy, yeah. It was, it great. was a, it was a <laughs> crappy good.
3: <guy. laughs> it went too fast. I just rented it once, like, gave it to Matt. He was like, This is fine. Awesome. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> I did want to ask for a revision, but I was like, I'll just do it myself. <laughs> You just uh, reprimed it.
1: And we cut that yeah. from the film. So. <laughs> so tell us about uh, your work on District 9. I've been curious about this. District 9 was a very influential film that I think came out of Vancouver. Well, yeah. Most of it was worked on in Vancouver. Yeah. In I didn't do much camp. on
3: District 9. I did a lot of the big robot at the end. Spoiler. Uh, there's like a big <laughs> mech, mech warrior suit. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the exosuit at the end. And I integrated that in a few shots. It was so good. Like the the rendering of that. Like I was saying like ten minutes ago that some of the three D that comes out of the three D department and Mosby effect shows kinda look stupid and you need to really work it to make it work. But on District 9, it looked amazing right off the bat. And you just like to, to click, 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 add some bullet hits there and done. <laughs> it was a really good project. Like District Nine and Watchmen uh were amazing films to work on. And then after that, I was like, kind of done with Hollywood movies. I didn't care anymore. I'd rather do YouTube videos with you guys than Yahoo! any <laughs> any uh, big Hollywood production. What was it that turned you off about these big Hollywood productions? It's the um, sausage factory type of work that you just do one thing. Because mm-hmm. yes, I like I I can do compositing decently well, right? But I'd rather, sometimes I have an idea I'm just, I'm just going to make a game or I'm going to do 3D. I feel like doing robots now. So I'd I'd rather do a bit of everything. You said you worked in Australia? Yeah, that was on Iron Man. That was fun. That was one of those fun gigs where you get shipped around and you just do the work. It was cool. Why did you need to move to Australia? Because the VFX studio was there. They were hiring and I had some friends already working there and they were like, "Uh, Dan, you want a job? absolutely and they flew like it happened within like four days i just like want a job yes uh signed the paperwork to get your visa it took like i don't know maybe half a day and i was i was booked and i was shipped it was pretty weird
1: so did you work in the studio it was your own little office in a a big studio
3: yeah exactly that studio doesn't exist anymore now it's called animal logic it got bought off now
1: what what I remember you telling me about working in some girl's apartment. Yeah, exactly. That was that? Yes, that was, that was, on, it was so on. weird. Tell, tell us about that.
3: It was all the compositing team was because the studio got too big because those projects you need to ramp up. And that means like hiring a bunch of people like me to do more work and they didn't have the space to do any of that. So they just rented the apartment next door and this it was this girl's apartment and she still lived in it go so, on so she just like got out of the shower with a towel like, sorry boys boop, we're boop, going boop. like all right this is
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, pictures or phone number no i kind of i kind of really into uh, doxing people on this podcast that was like
3: 12 years ago so maybe i don't know <laughs>
2: postal code will be a good enough start for us <laughs>
3: we'll talk after oh those were the it was days a, what was that uh, what was the neighborhood i forgot uh it was yeah, we're in we're in Australia. It was in Sydney, and I'm trying to f- remember the
2: neighborhood. Even like a color of a building would help. <laughs> yes,
0: <her>. anything, anything, <laughs> anything. man. I <laughs> will take anything. So you could, you're a VFX artist, so you could like theoretically recreate uh, that, that
1: scenario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: okay. Let's redo it.
1: So, <laughs> you, how many guys were living in her apartment
3: or, or working in her apartment?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like twelve of us,
3: fifteen. It was it was weird. How many this was yeah. It was super warm too. Did,
1: super warm and yeah. did
3: she uh she, like did she did she just rent it like i'm wondering how I, that... I don't know how that i don't know the logistics but it's just a it was one of those weird moments in vfx i think like 12 15 years ago vfx studios were pretty scrappy now it's more like fine tune and <laughs> corporate but back then it was like there was some weird stuff you're happening. you're
1: giving me ideas yeah <laughs> how hey did yo. you
3: enjoy australia Uh, It was pretty fun, but I worked too much to really enjoy it. But the beach was, I was living in Bondi Beach. So it was like super touristy and the food was awesome. I really want to go back there. Uh, You guys have a trip plan or something? I'd love to to go 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 to to Gold Coast.
2: Bondi Beach.
3: (laughs) Let's go. Uh, You guys have a mountain bike trip plan?
1: Shout out to uh, any Australians out there listening. Love to come visit. That would be amazing. Yes. Also, anybody who wants to pay us, any VPNs yeah. in Australia <laughs> and Tasmania too. It's not quite Australia, but uh, close enough. Yeah, more close or less. Enough. What's the difference? I might. I but might. Maybe
2: I have something I could play.
1: <laughs> so, what was your most enjoyable film in Hollywood? <laughs> what biggest, biggest, uh, most memorable moment? Most rewarding project? Watchmen,
3: because there was this moment that studio doesn't exist anymore, and no, it's some, it's another name, but anyway, yeah, the we need we needed to really it was crunch time. We needed to output a lot of shots, and they were like, "We're gonna give you two hundred bucks per shot that you final wow. for the next week." So everybody grinded really hard. It was a good incentive, and I we just like stayed until like two three in the morning, and they just bought us cheeseburgers from McDonald's. It was not really unhealthy, but like I wouldn't recommend doing that at, at my age now, but. It was pretty, uh, yeah. It was kind of fun, actually. Like early twenties, free you, cheeseburgers. Yeah, free yeah. cheeseburgers and money. It it pushes you to work a bit harder to like get all the all those shots final by like the director. It was it was Zack Snyder, so it needed to be Zack finaled. So that's yeah. And he's pretty he's pretty nitpicky and stuff. Like all those little details I talked about, the film grain, the motion blur, and all that shit. And he he watches. He's all aware that. of it. He's aware of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're kind of aware of all that stuff too. Sorry. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, in a, <laughs> I mean that in a good way. Like you need, you need to be really picky because mm. I can miss stuff because I work on something for like a week or a day or whatever. So I, I of t- tune out most of it. Yeah. So you need to Get somebody else. Exactly. Um, well,
1: not to make you feel old or anything. That's I mean, fine. you're not that old. You're six years older than me.
3: I'm like the only certified
1: dad cam operator here. Yeah, you are. Yeah, a, <laughs> the true dad <laughs> operator. Um, not to make you feel old here, but when you told me that you had worked on Watchmen, my mind was blown because I remember in high school <laughs> watching that movie in theaters and I'm I'm not much of a superhero kind of movie guy, if you can call it a superhero movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember I really enjoyed it. It was yeah. really wicked. And <laughs> just to know like that I was in high school, just you know, being an idiot. <laughs> I and think I were, was like, just in my mom's that belly way. at that point. Watching Watchmen. Thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel
3: old all the time now. It's
1: just okay. to know that you were working on that <laughs> while I was, like, you know, practicing my trigonometry or something. It's just no, you were, cool. You no, were you killing
2: were, it on YouTube back then. I, I don't know if I was, man. I don't think so. Uh, that was your Popsicle stick phase when you were making stop motion. <laughs> Chasing yeah. that
3: high. Yeah.
1: But uh, despite all these cool things that you worked on, you've had humble beginnings growing up in Quebec. Quebec. am I good what
3: was it? Where is Magog? Tell us about Magog. Put Magog on the map. Yeah, shout out to Magog. Um, it's uh, near the Vermont border. So if you guys know Jay Peak, and it's also for mountain bike folks, it's right next to Bromont, the mm-hmm. mountain bike bike park. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's not a lot of those in Quebec. Lift access bike parks. So yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's actually. It's pretty nice. Like, there's good mountains, good skiing. Not a lot of biking, except for Bromont. But um, yeah, it's decent. And um, this is I don't, know, I don't know. I don't really know what to say you about. You've never Mecca. said such nice things about your hometown before.
1: Yeah, I know. You're but on a mic. I know. Come I must might- hear what it's really like. Google it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love <laughs> fine, the. I, I love the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How many no. people live there? This is a small town, right? It's Google like, it. It's like twenty thousand, ah. I'd say. But it's mostly, okay. I don't know. I don't know what's the amount of people, but it's like 50,000 in summer. It's very touristy, but it's very, it's an old city. Like it's not, I don't mean old like it. Well, it's been around for a long time, but it's, it's older than Vancouver, but it's still, um, like it's older people that live there. Boomers. Uh, a lot of boomers, lots of retired well, people. Call them what they are. Yeah. But it's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, retired people. It's mm. a good retiring for a good place to retire. And I'm not ready to retire
1: yet. I so, will. And it's, it's no coincidence that you're so talented with computers. You were you were into computers when you were super young, and if I'm not mistaken, your mom worked at Dell. She worked at Bell. Bell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dude, you're getting <laughs> a Bell. Well, bell and Dell. Yeah. You, you, but, but, but but she was very involved in computers, and she put you onto it, and yeah. you were just like a whiz. I mean, some of the things that you tell me you were doing when you're eight years old like it was, on computers, I'm like, what? I, I didn't even know how to
2: use them. Did you beat Minesweeper? <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I didn't I understand, understand it. Like, then? what is
3: this? But it no. Oh, it's like my my mom got the first computer in the house and i was like how
0: did this work and how
3: old were you 7 or 8 but it's it was like all dos based it's like the back the backbone of windows basically so text so i kind of worked my way into that to just to play games i really wanted to play doom or duke nukem and those really <laughs> very recent games and uh, yeah as i looked at my older cousins that would they would like come to my place and they would install a bunch again and I looked at them what they how they did it and i kind of try and figure it out and i broke the computer so many times and then after that i learned about uh, my dad bought a camera and i kind of learned how to put video in premiere like i got premiere illegally uh, sorry, what Uh-oh. age? Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, yeah, what, no, 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 no. I bought Premiere. Sorry, <laughs> legally. That's what I meant to say. And how old were you? I was like twelve, and then Shit. I wasn't even aware Premiere existed. Yeah, 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 it was like Premiere well,
0: 5, two and that, so that was like 1979. That was, was easy. It? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. It was steam powered, correct? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yes, I remember the days.
3: <laughs> oh, that was the good old days. <laughs> but
2: um,
1: <laughs> lovely. <laughs>
3: Uh, Yeah, so, and then I worked, because it was a VHS camera, so you had to plug it in, like the dad cam. You have to plug it into the graphics card, hit record in Premiere, Mm -hmm. play in the camera. So that's how I learned about, like, all the ins and outs of filmmaking and how to work with, yeah, basically footage. What were you filming? Jackass stuff.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Stunts?
3: Yeah, stunts. My buddies just jumped around and I just filmed it. That's amazing. Uh, Unscattered. Any injuries? No, not at all. It was all, uh, it was all good. Uh, but yeah, actually, no, no, yeah, <laughs> all good. <laughs> <laughs> you grew up around computers,
1: video games. What are you, What are some of your favorite video games? Because you have, uh, I gave you, you my favorite video yeah, game. Okay, and yeah. you hate it. <laughs> yeah, you,
3: <laughs>
2: which one was I, it?
1: I have a Super Nintendo <laughs> here. I had to buy it. I had to buy the legit thing. I didn't want the like the new moderns, tiny Super Nintendo. I need the real deal. And uh, I have quite a few games that were my brother's originally. Still have them, hung on to them for years. Glad I did that. And then Dan has gifted me two games now. One is Out of This World, and the other one is Flashback. Flashback. Mm. Games that mm -mm, nobody knew existed. Which is the
0: absurd one that you made me try to play, and I wanted to kill myself?
1: That's out of this
0: world, but oh the other one God. is very similar. Do you know about this <laughs> Jason, do you know about this game? I,
2: is that the one where if like, you die, you go all the way back yeah. to the beginning? Yeah. No. no, no, <laughs> no.
0: It is the most... It, it's like an it's avant-garde nice. video game. It's so strange. It's a piece of art. Yeah, yeah exactly. It is uh, visually
1: quite amazing. I've never mm. seen anything like that. The closest thing would be like Star Fox, like the original Star Fox. How yeah. yeah. It's kind of like 3D world, but it's in, you know, it's a Super Nintendo. It's 2D, right?
3: It's a mm. uh, Rotomation again mm. like they they filmed people and then they did right. shapes on top to get all this realistic animation for Super Nintendo that's why it was i was i was mind blown when i played those games when i was younger and i remember like out of this world i rented it like 5 times and i never finished the first level until <laughs> like i finally cracked it i was like oh and then i kind of pushed through but it's it's so much trial and error it's you need to be like really young
0: and have nothing else to do there, figured out have out. you ever played the game flower no oh yeah it yeah, was yeah. a um, playstation PS, 3 yeah. game and it was basically <laughs> like playing a screensaver wow. so so you're you literally start you're like the wind and you literally start by like manipulating one leaf and then you just fly around and you pick up like more leaves and flowers and stuff and then all of a sudden you're this big like thing of like this big trail of like leaves and flowers and like in the wind and it's it's so like calming but it's it's like A video game but not a video game and my friends would come over and be like what are you doing i'd be like i'm playing flower and they're like what the (laughs) fuck are you doing just say you're jerking off dude (laughs) like that would be less embarrassing that'd be less
2: embarrassing so wait did you ever can you win or is it just like uh... i think
0: i won and it but it was like very artsy and like very calming music like it reminded me of um there's an old game called mist Oh yeah. Mist and riven. That's puzzles. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, so it's kind of like puzzle based, but also very like abstract and, and strange. If yeah. you love
1: to pull your hair out, look up out of this world. You could even just YouTube it, but you're yeah. big spoilers because
3: it's like you gotta know how to solve the game, but okay, these games out. are both out on iPhone and Android. Oh really? Yeah. But oh. you're playing the the real OG stuff.
0: You're gonna be like Fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. Yes. Big time. Big time. But it's so cinematic. Like, that's what I love about those games. It's like it's playing a movie, but like Super Nintendo. Level. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what yeah. was the moment? I think I
1: know the answer to this, but I want to see if uh, we match up here. What was the moment that you decided,
3: I want to make films? Oh, you know. Yes, you do. Terminator 2, uh, eight years old or seven. And then it was... It was People that you haven't seen. It. I want to meet you when you were eight years old. Yeah. And I wish I could go back in time. I remember <laughs> watching all the making of's. Like, it was playing on TV back then. And I watched all the making of's about Terminator, Termin- Terminator, 2, uh, Terminator <laughs> 2 after, like... Terminator, Terminator 2? The 2. 2, 2, 2. Terminator 2. That was <laughs> really impressive. Le Retour. <laughs> non, c'est quoi? Oh, uh, yeah. Terminator 2. Le Jugement Dernier. That's the title. Judgment. Uh, judgment day or something. I'll sh- be back. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good, and I was mind-blown. And it's like, I've been on this single track. That's a mountain bike pun uh, for all my life. That's a Since train I won- pun, really. Yes. Yeah, I guess it's a train pun. <laughs> Shit. I blew it. But, yeah, <laughs> its uh, it's been Platinum that. <laughs> it's been like that all my life like I've, that's all I've, I've been chasing that high <laughs> mm, the, the liquid metal man from yeah too well it's just like Oof, the spoiler. filmmaking is on what's uh, on no 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 spoiler down.
0: Yeah, Spoiler. Matt hasn't seen it. You've never seen anything about oh, that movie. Boy, there we go. Movie shame. <laughs> no, that's
2: fine. I've never seen.
1: I have downloaded it. Okay, oh. it's on my hard Play, drive le-
2: legally. Uh, of course, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. As you do with movies, it's all legal. I
1: have it. I have Terminator and Terminator Two. It's just queued up. I got a lot of other bangers first. Okay, <laughs> like The Lion King and Titanic. And,
2: all right. <laughs> Definitely well, you watched Terminator 1 before.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: Dan told me
1: just I, to
2: watch Terminator 2 forget well, get one. That's no, incorrect.
0: Did no, you want to
1: no. be
3: in my mindset of eight-year-old? Like, as a, I watched the second one first.
0: It, I, I would know. say it really doesn't matter. That yeah, much. it
3: doesn't matter. Like it's, it's, I, it's just amazing. Uh,
0: Both I, films are I'm going to
1: watch Jingle all the way first
2: and good. then, yes.
3: And then watch
1: Terminator 2. Yeah, there you go. If your references are out of control. Everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> movie shame
0: <laughs> with Matt Dennis. That should be a corner, like a corner of the podcast. <laughs> where we just, we select a movie. We don't know if you've seen it or not. And then we bring it up and talk about it for 20 minutes. It's going to happen a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. actually a good idea. Yeah. Do that. I have so I have
1: a I have a note on my phone. I think I've inspired a lot of people with this. It's just a list of movies that I got to watch. And anytime someone in conversation brings up a movie that I haven't seen, immediately I pull up my phone. And I write it down because if I don't write it down, I'm gonna forget. And I, there's a lot of people are, are, around me that have done the same. Now they're like, oh yeah, that's smart. You can do it. The the thing is, you got to actually watch the movies.
2: Yeah. Mm. There's I get mad.
0: I get mad when you tell me a certain movie you've watched because you haven't watched so many good ones, and I'm like, you watched, you went out of your way watch Nacho Libre. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? You hey, like like a... watched Terminator 2, and you watched Nacho. Li- <laughs> I, gotta gotta hit it. I had to watch something <laughs> with my niece, man.
2: Come on, Terminator 2 is perfect for that. Yeah, that's a niece <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah, she needs to learn. And I like
1: comedy. I'm, I dude. I'd Tons right, of way... laughs in Terminator 2. <laughs> is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, there is. There is. <laughs> there's
3: some really good fun, funny moments. All right, all right. In between all the violence.
1: Well, I. I find Hasta your vista, I find I talked over that soundbite. Wait.
2: Hasta la Vista baby.
1: <laughs> Worth it. I find your influences and your, your from your youth very interesting. Um I also every time I come over there's a book by your computer. Uh, and you've told me about this book and you tried to explain it to me, but I just don't think that I'll quite get it. I'm very curious for you to speak on this, but La Classe Américaine. La
3: Classe Américaine. Oh, dude, that's my favorite movie in the world. Like, I'm so sad that none of you gets it. Like, cause I really, you guys are so funny and so talented and I, the sound is weird now. I think you just pissed Jason off. No, I, said, I didn't. I've never seen it. No, because uh, it's like it's a. You haven't seen it, dude. Oh, it's in French. I, I
2: don't want to watch it. Oh, it's in French.
3: Yeah. 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 Is it? me or it sounds a bit echoey now. Oh, it's. I think it's fine. But yeah, I, it's like it's the it's my it's favorite. The it's, it's the best. The it's the best. It's the meilleur putain. But yeah, it's a it's a film made in France. It's all old Warner Brothers movie stitched together to remake Citizen Kane about a guy called George Abitbol that he dies. And when he dies, he says, the world is shit. And then he dies. So (laughs) all those journalists are like, what did he mean by the world is shit? So we need to figure it out. So it's like um, uh, Dustin Hoffman and uh, Robert Redford from... uh, uh, other movies like the Nixon investigation and all know. the pres- yeah. presidents, yeah, Men. exactly. Thank you. And it's that movie stitched together with a bunch of other movies that these guys these guys made. And these are all like they to justify that they're in a different movie. They're being dis- they're disguised to do the investigation. But anyway, it's all flashbacks. It's amazing. And then it, oh yeah, that's the best part. It's it was redubbed with all the French voice actors that dubbed those actors back in the day. Oh, wow. So you got John Wayne, the guy in France that dubbed John Wayne, and they just wrote this movie. It's just the dumbest thing. It makes no sense. And it's, it's just so funny. I feel <laughs> like
1: it's way ahead of its time to, to it was. do something with that kind of, like, template just to take some other it, projects stitched together. Yeah. And-
3: remix a
1: full
0: yeah. feature
3: film you
0: could do that with dune maybe yeah we will we will we will do dune dune will suffer and you want to describe uh, what i'm talking about
1: uh well we so we dan was very excited to watch dune on our uh writing retreat to hornby island it okay. and it was okay it was okay And, uh, the whole time I'm watching it, but this is every movie. I'm just like, (laughs) like thinking of jokes, like just picking it apart. I don't know. Like let alone looking at the lighting, trying to figure out the camera angles, like unable, I'm unable to watch it just as like dialogue. I'm like literally like listening to it as if it's a script on paper. Uh, I'm a bit of a freak, but yeah, I was just saying that like you can memify the whole movie, like every single scene, like just take the movie. Uh, you know, um, legally download it. <laughs> hey, And, and every single scene you need to like find a joke or like do some sort of VFX. Like my example was when, um, there's like, there the, one of the, I don't know any names in the movie, but there's, a, they're, they're talking about how like the, the, like the, like the natives, like how they move through the desert and they, they cover up their own tracks in the sand. The Fremen. Mm-hmm. Fremen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and how that yeah, they cover up their own tracks. And there's like at one point, there's like a hologram, and they're they're teaching someone's like being trained. Like this is how you walk. And I just pictured what, right away, pole, like was a Paul, yeah, Paul. Right away, I pictured uh, instead of that hologram of the person, like they're kind of doing this like this movement with their feet, and it just looked like Drake's toozy slide. And I was like, you just take the – replace Drake on that hologram. There's a little meme in the scene. And, like, you know, you could, like, take out a character, paint him out. You know, there's a scene where some guy walks out of the room, but instead you, like, green screen on, like, a new person, and he just, like, hits the wall or forgets to open the door first or something. Just, like, memify the whole movie. So it's, like, super funny. You know, you could put, like, new, like uh, – Voice over anything whatever yeah. you can think of and then you and then you get famous for just memifying dune this is essentially Spaceballs. like yeah. this is yeah. what space or like to...
2: top secret or anything. exactly oh, oh, but, but that's movies. an actual
1: movie and they
0: have real actors and it's all no, scripted I know I know but i'm just saying. saying like you but make they're... like the tiktok
1: version yeah, yeah. you know you just meme it It'll so happen. we're watching
0: this epic movie in the dark you know lots of loud noises holding and each other's uh, hands. holding each other's hands and other parts and Matt's like, oh fuck, this could get memes so hard. We're all like engrossed in the story. We're like, cinema and it's cinema and it's finest. And he's like, so Drake fucking slides in here.
1: <laughs> oh, it's tough being a creative genius, guys. Oh,
3: it's tough. <sighs> we need to do that. Like that's in my to do list now. We need to erase Timothy, 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 Chalamet mm. and put Matt in there. And he just learns about the Drake dance. And he- well, yeah. speaking of uh, creative genius, let's
1: talk about our work. Yes, let's finally, talk about, finally, let's talk about ourselves. So, you've worked on a number of projects with us. Now, Dan, I, some someone asked me the other day, "How did you guys meet?" And I was like, "I have no idea." And so I went into <laughs> I Gmail. I went into Gmail and I found our first email exchange. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and did you frame it? It was pretty funny because <laughs> I, I actually, I think that. Um, I actually, like, uh Brooke was talking to you. I was like, hey, Brooke, I'm too busy. Do you think you could email this guy for me? So it was like, <laughs> Brooke, are you talking at first? This idiot. And then I slid in. I slid in and um th- uh, so, yeah, I read the emails, and I had two things to say. We don't speak that professionally to each other anymore, nor are we that polite to each other. And number two, <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> fuck you. Thank you.
1: I but, love it. That. But that, we just emailed each other, and I asked you to work on our wheel in our... Uh, I, I... I intro
3: texted mm. you on Instagram. Oh mm. yeah, that's what happened. Texted on intro. DM. Like yeah. yeah. Fuck, Sorry. That's my button. <laughs> um, okay. I DM'd you. Like you put a story out that you needed a oh, yeah. motion graphics designer. I was like, you don't oh. need a motion graphics designer. You need me. <laughs> That's and a good way to get in. Like <laughs> immediately correct was the like, client. No, <laughs> this guy no, what he's talking about. But I, I knew, I knew you guys from you. I
2: knew I you. knew, you knew.
3: <laughs> uh, I knew you guys from your videos on the internet, mm. and I was like, these guys look fun. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I found that on Instagram, I was like, I need to, I need to get on that, no matter what, like the cost or whatever. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to do oh, it. And there was no cost. That's for
1: sure. <laughs> no, there was, we actually did pay you to make the wheel in yeah, our yeah, intro no, and it was sick. We're
3: going. It, it's kind of cool. Eh? I, dude, that,
1: I mean, it's, that was the beginning of you just constantly impressing me. Like, Holy crap. This is like, <laughs> it doesn't get better than this. Like mm-hmm. it literally doesn't
0: get better than this. <laughs> I, I was, didn't know Dan made that. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I remember
3: you telling me, Oh, it's like, it's going to be like the, what's wheel of fortune. Like wheel of fortune nor i was like oh that's so funny (laughs) (laughs) i'm in (laughs) well
1: yeah so uh for those of you who don't know we had a a little series called the wheel and r that was our little interview it was like our podcast before the podcast it was yeah um and we yeah we had like a little like intro where the wheel comes in it spins there's you recreated our spinning wheel Mm -hmm. exactly it was pretty close. I think
3: you send me some pictures as reference, and I yeah. just redid it. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm pretty good at like I'm not. Uh, I'm really good at everything, but I'm good at looking at something and recreating it mm. that mm-hmm. I can do pretty easily. Mm. So uh, that was the beginning of many projects.
1: Then we worked on Super Caliber, which we shot in Italy. Oh, Sorry, yeah. you didn't go go get
3: to go to Italy, but yeah, uh, hopefully next <laughs> you day. got to add the footage. Yeah, I did some. There was some. Good VFX, not the best, but Project One is definitely the best stuff I've done. Well, on yeah.
1: Super Calibre, you did some cool stuff, though. I mean, you like uh, you you helped me like transform the world into some kind of fairy tale like yeah, yeah. world, and you had flowers popping yeah. up. And I was just asking like crazy things from you, and not knowing whether you could do it or not. But the thing was, I, you really impacted my career by always being <laughs> in a positive way a yes man <laughs> by saying. Uh, anything is possible. Anything is possible. So I would always, you know, limit myself to what, you know, I would just try to be realistic with what we could accomplish and not come up with crazy ideas because like, why bother thinking of it? But then you allowed me to kind of break the barrier and suggest like, well, how about this? How about this? And throw anything at the, at the wall. Mm -hmm. And then you would, you know, from there tell me like, it's, uh, you know,
3: it was literally my plan. Like I'm not, this is not a joke. Like I wanted to help you expand your ideas. That was the goal. That's is, why I'm here for. This is why your last name's God. God. <laughs> hey Uh We also worked on
1: uh, Once Daily Bikes, our pharmacy oh, yeah. kind of parody. Where oh, that we, was so hard. We dived into uh, wire removal, and I learned about fishing line.
0: Yeah, it was um, my idea, too.
3: Do the box for real. It's yes. going to look way better. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll we, just remove the wires. Do
0: it from, like, oh, my God. What a mistake. You said, you're like, nah, just do it for real. But yeah, it looks so we better.
3: have like
1: a pillbox that opens and not, yeah, we just wanted to completely 3d it. And then you were, you were like, yeah, let's just do it. And I thought you were just kind of being lazy. Like, ah, I don't want to do it for real. It You're, looks
3: way better. It does look better. You were right, dude. It looks <laughs> awesome. And it's like, you don't get those like little quirks, the the cardboard just like bouncing a bit. And like, mm-hmm. no, when you do it in 3d, you need to like, it's, it would have taken me weeks to get like that, all those nice simulation simulations of like, to make it feel re- real. But uh, yeah, I think it's way better for it, real. It was also my first little intro to pre visuals
1: because you made uh, an animatic of how the box should open in real life, oh, and right. that was super useful to show people. Here, this is what we're gonna do, and this is how it opens.
3: Oh, I did. Oh yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, this is that. That must have taken me like ten minutes. But see, it's like that's what I, I'm always preaching: previs. The other day, I took a meeting with a pr- production
1: company here in Vancouver, and they let me know that the The box from our pharma ad was used in their decks and like in their in their work. Really, mm. ripped us off. Oh my god! Wait,
0: what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, like what do you mean? They uh, used like
1: it? they were just. I think they were making a a, a project of. Uh, it was some sort of pill. Oh, okay. um, they used the ours as a reference. Hmm.
0: Yeah, they used to oh, uh, gotcha. yeah, the legitimately rip us off. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't um, sure if like the box was just left in the studio and they're like, "Oh, this is cool." <laughs> <laughs> That's what <laughs> I perfect. thought of oh. first. <laughs> I did leave it in the studio for like a week.
3: Um, I don't need this. Where's yeah. that box, by the way? The, Where is it? Huh? The big uh, Trek box, the big
1: pill box. Uh, oh, it? we I like divided it into four, packed it up and sent it to a Water Lou in yeah. uh, Wisconsin the to the Trek, Trek headquarters. headquarters yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, nice. I tried every project we do with Trek. I try to give them back a gift from the project a memento. A source. memento. No, no. Here's some cardboard. Hey, have you seen that movie? <laughs> memento. I have seen Memento. Is that the one that plays mm. back and forth? Yeah. Or like, no, no, it plays in reverse? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The first scene is the last scene. And right. Et yeah. So
2: confusing. <laughs>
1: Uh, you also in that main Pharma you did the like ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, Oh yeah that's a what cannon. I was thinking of first. Yeah. The, that was a um, bad VFX. The man work. Yeah the, that was.
0: The the man was the best part. Yeah. The man is funny. <laughs> he gets so like we, all pumped up. We around. have um, so um in in you know pharmaceutical ads you often have uh, a human body and it shows where I know, like how you're
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> like people can see you now and you're like doing
0: the whole thing. You can see it. Hey, I mean. You can see it. <laughs> Some people can. Um, yeah. Um, T pose. That's yeah, what you make, yeah, make a T pose. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I guess some people are just audio. Arms outstretched. It's okay. We're new to podcasting, everybody. You know what? Just watch it on YouTube. Just do it. Explain it. Come on. <laughs> so, you know, today, <laughs> Junior. There's gonna be uh, I don't know if I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Why what I don't do know. good you know work hey, no. on pharma. Moving. No, you were on. saying uh-huh. we had a creepy face. We had a guy and he, he was supposed to be it was like the pain sensors, but instead of pain, it was bikes going into his yeah. brain. And then he had a really creepy face, and it was so creepy. And I thought it was hilarious. And then Trek yeah. was like, "Oh, maybe it's too a bit creepy. creepy. Can you dial it back?" And we're like all right, we'll take one frame off the end. So he's <laughs> on the screen for slightly less time. And they were like, fine. Because he just yeah, like, no, the we, eyes glow
1: and just like... We told get, them yeah. that like, you got to have something that's gonna bit weird. weird and stands out that yeah. makes people go, wait, what the heck? And kind of stops them in their tracks a little bit, right? Like you yeah. got to make people feel a little bit uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. always Definitely.
0: pushing to go weirder because yeah. 99% of ads you watch, just everything is as expected. Yeah, exactly. And you're just going to be bored. And so we're always and, and trying to... Comedy thresh. is
1: all
3: about the elements so Prize
1: exactly. and, and it's like a magic trick. turns yeah
3: mm. mm-hmm. so and then we did that and then and then we do project one yeah project one
1: and a bunch of little things the, uh... for youtube yeah. Which
3: is the uh the biggest
1: pain and took us that we have yeah. ever taken apart. You also
0: did the squirrel
3: in um
1: Yes. Time to buy an that's, e-bike. That's, oh yeah. That's oh, yeah. I'm happy to how that just repeated out. the yeah. movement. Yeah, it's like that's a great one. It yeah. like, that's the definition of anything is possible.
2: Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, so for the audience, yes. spoiler yeah. alert. The squirrel <laughs> at the end of our video, time to buy an e-bike. Is fake. Yeah, <laughs> I s- even the sun. That.
1: The sun that comes through a little bit is fake. Yeah. Right. I just added some god rays.
2: But I showed that to people, and some of them were like, "How'd you time that squirrel?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, it was a professionally trained squirrel.
0: <laughs> yeah. so. What do you yeah. expect? We Squirly got Billy McNats. Uh, yeah. He's uh, one of the best in the biz.
3: Where did McNats in Vancouver? You can email him. Um, <laughs> uh, let's
1: talk about Project One. Yeah, let's. Project um, One uh, just dropped, and it, uh, it's the biggest undertaking I think we've ever, we've ever, uh, <laughs> Is that perfect English? Is that the past <laughs> of <laughs> undertaken? Undertooken? No. I tried to intro project one twice and I messed up my English. Oh. It, it was a huge project. And, uh, basically one. what it involved was, um, uh, man, it evolved so much. L- literally talk about this whole project for one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> one whole podcast. <laughs> it don't. could be a podcast. <laughs> podcast
1: one but we had bikes in space we uh we had them hanging on fishing lines so we had to we had to do a bunch of uh, uh fishing line removal we had a green screen and we needed um to create uh, space space in the back like this guy was this guy's room was taking off into space as if it was a spaceship we needed to do camera shake and then uh the biggest pain in the butt was our confetti yeah we had to uh, frame by frame well not we I'm saying we it was Dan <laughs> that's frame, fine. By frame. we as a team yeah we had to team <laughs> Dan team Dan frame by frame paint out confetti yeah. and when you have green confetti on a green screen that equals a lot of problems yeah
3: I so. was it's not like it was a surprise for me I saw the first time Kaz did the confetti use the confetti cannon and I saw them fly away. I was like, ooh, there's a lot of green ones in there. This is going to be a problem. <laughs> and I just didn't say Classic, it because yes. I was like, why would, like, everybody, this huge team is out there just making it happen. Like, oh, uh, guys, uh, uh, the green confetti, that's not going to work. Let's redo the takes. Eventually,
1: someone brought it up, and we were all aware. Yeah, that, and, uh, Oh, and then also, like, one of the lighting guys was like, hey, um... If this is in space and the bikes are floating, how come the confetti falls to the ground? I'm like, no more questions yeah. from the lighting crew. Okay,
2: you just work on the lights. We'll figure out the logic Stay here. in your lane. <laughs> so true, though. Oh,
3: but son it, of a bitch. It's, uh, you need, like, it's fine. It's an ad. It can be whatever the hell we want. Like, it's exactly. Like, it's our own little world. We do what we want. The bikes are floating because the bikes
0: are awesome. Movie and logic. Movie I like it, logic. how
2: that was like the one hole to poke. It's like not that the whole shed blasted yeah. off into yes. space. Like, <laughs> all right, so you
0: okay. had me. I was on board for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once that confetti wasn't moving in the right direction, I was out. That was that felt pretty
1: unreal. So the I, I it's so long ago that I started this project. It was before COVID, and was coming up with all sorts of different ideas, and then. I don't know. I think you know, talk to some friends to figure out where I could possibly take this. Was, uh shout out to my friend Leo who was helping me a lot just trying to conceptualize something and then I like watched I don't know where it even came from, but maybe I just watched the Simpsons space Chips. Yes. Space ship scene um, and then and then watched Space Odyssey scene with the song The Blue Danube. That's the and uh, I don't know, I just thought, let's just do some bikes floating in space. Um, and without you, it would not have been possible. You the, you saying, you know, anything is possible <laughs> <laughs> allowed that project to happen. And it also would not be possible without the previs that you made. So you basically made that commercial fully in animation beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then we just screencapped that, that,
3: that uh, visual, that animatic, and then made a shot list from it. And it was, that's that's the goal. Like it's so visually complicated and it's so hard to just visualize everything. Even though it's in your head, you're, you're the filmmaker, you see it. It's so intricate. There's so many moving parts that just like doing it like that in Unreal as the previous, previous like a rough 3D animation. Like it, it doesn't look nice, but it gives you a good uh, approximation of like your framing and your your timing per shot. And that's when you kind of see you try all, everything when you do previs so you can see what works and what doesn't right away. So when you're on set, you're less prone to mistakes.
1: Yeah, I feel, I, I've heard that when talking about films, people say the film already exists in your head. You just need to ask questions about it until, you know, the more questions you can ask about it, the better it'll turn out. Because yeah. you've just, you already know how to attack these 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 problems. Mm-hmm. And I find that one of the most challenging things about making films is the communication and taking the idea from your head, putting it onto paper, then putting it onto a different piece of paper in storyboard form and just getting everybody on the same page. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, now, so now we're pretty much, it seems like we're doing previs animatics for everything.
0: <laughs> well, it, if it helps, I mean, let's do it. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the idea. John, John Mulaney has a joke about how he's bad at sports And he says, you know, I understand like how one would do a layup with the basketball, but then I have to outsource it from my brain to my body. And that's where it gets lost. (laughs) And it's like when you're making a film, it's kind of like, I understand how it should work and how it should look. But then you have to outsource it to collaborators and and other restraints and everything else. So I always think that's kind of...
2: That's pretty accurate. It's a good metaphor. It's very true.
0: Uh, You guys haven't talked
3: about my past and mountain bike movies and everything mm. and we're already an hour whoa whoa in. Whoa, okay. whoa whoa, whoa. Dan you're the interview okay. off a whole bunch
1: of stuff he got nervous that we're ending and he didn't get to talk about brandon <laughs> he that's all the time yet. we have hey him. yo to talk hi, about he knows brandon samanuck <laughs> they're best friends he <laughs> goes over to his house you super cool he watched my film <laughs> get on with it dan how
3: that's cool not true is what does he smell like he's awesome he smells delicious wow hi brandon if you watch this uh listen watch i no don't chance. know chance no chance. Yeah, no, you will. We're we're an
0: hour and eight minutes and No way. Yeah,
3: but no. Like <laughs> I really, literally started one of my first mountain bike project was with Brandon. That was like Rad Company. The it's a great movie. It's uh, no, uh, no, not Rad Company. Life behind bars. That's a and great Rad, series. Yeah, awesome <laughs> there
1: series. you go. So, I d- so you lived in Roslyn working with uh, Free
3: Ride Entertainment. I lived in Roslyn working with. Uh, it's actually scotty carlson from juicy studios in rossland okay. that introduced mm. me to free ride and then after that it just like started working on and off with these guys and they needed help with the life behind bars intro that was um yeah they had to blow up a car and brandon had to be like riding his bike in a pool and a bunch of weird funny stuff so they're like mm. uh, of course i'll do it and like whenever I get, in a, I was living in Quebec back then and I always get the opportunity to go to Whistler. And I'm always like, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it's on company money, it's even better. But anyway, the, yeah, I went there and I, I had no idea who Brendan was, who Logan, uh, Logan Pete was mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Our dog was there. Um, all the legends. Uh, intern. Yeah, intern. <laughs> and yeah, all these guys that were there and I had no clue who any of these guys are. And I just, I did the work and we had fun. It was, yeah. And then it's only after that, that I started watching like Red Bull Rampage and watching the actual show that I worked on. Like, Oh, these guys are actually really good at this. (laughs) (laughs) I should start riding bikes more. And yeah, I think that, and since then I've been doing a lot of mountain bike projects with freeride And with Brandon directly when he started doing his revel, uh, revel uh, in the chaos. Well, revel revels is his company and revel in the chaos was like the first film. Right. And he came in like just at the right moment. Like I was really struggling financially when he started revel and I just emailed him like, yo dude, remember me? I worked on rad company and, and, uh, life behind bars. You need help with this. He was like, yeah, I do, and then that started the collaboration. Like I did like five or six of those uh, short films
2: with Rupert and Brandon. And that was mostly visual effects. Yeah, all what? visual
3: effects work, yeah. and also like hiding a lot of. It's always those simple things, but yeah. well, for Revel Rebel on the Chaos, it was um there was lots of fire happening, mm-hmm. so I kind of retimed the fire. So whenever Brandon like hits a hits a berm. And then the fire goes goes up at the right moment and all that, so it feels more.
2: You mean it was fake? It's all fake. Oh, no, all oh, writing is fake. You just ruined that movie for a yeah. lot of kids. Yeah. What out do there. you mean
3: about hiding stuff? Also, like drone operators, camera, uh, like, like steals- in the frame, they yeah. shouldn't be there. Yeah, there's, that that always happened in those yeah. big yeah. big movies where there's just like five cameramen because you do these guys do one trick and you need to capture it at that moment because they might not be able to do it again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, it was a lot of that. And we did a Subaru commercial, two Subaru commercials. Those were awesome. And, uh, yeah, that was, it's just like fun projects to be around that kind of gave me the idea of like, I kind of just want to do that. It's one mm-hmm. of the reasons I'm with you guys now. It's just, with we, much less talented mountain bikers, that's, it's to me, it's all the same.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> Whoa, it's, speak for yourself, <laughs> <laughs> heyo! Yo.
0: <laughs>
3: but yeah, it's just uh, been yeah, it's just it's just
1: fun. How's to, what's it like working with Brandon? I know that he's a very creative uh, person beyond his bicycle, and he loves photography, loves videography.
3: He's super uh, educated in filmmaking, which is very fun to talk about. Like, like we do right now, talk about film stuff, lenses and cameras and how we should approach one angle. It's very fun to talk about this stuff with Brandon. He's very in tune with it. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's just fun to talk with someone that's passionate about his work. Mm -hmm. Like I can feel it. And yeah, I feel you guys are on the same level with your work. Not riding with like, not,
1: <laughs> r- not with films. I so, hate films, We still got the five camera angles though, to <laughs> capture one bar turn, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys are still friends? Can we come uh, over? We, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, you saw Automatic, oh,
4: and yeah, yeah.
3: You watch, he, automatic. he's one of the first be- person that saw it. He was like, the film, the, the last movie with. Matt, that was the worst one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Actually, he was like, "This is." He was like, "He knows my name." He was like, <laughs> "So you're yeah. saying there's a chance?" No, he,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's a chance.
3: He's like, "Brandon, come to do a, a a segment on Mahalo, my dude, please." But um, no, it's just uh, yeah, he saw it and you got some great feedback, which. Hmm. I really respect that. I really appreciate it. The dust was off. I <laughs> think you got to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yo. there were some photographers in the background, but now they're like, yeah, but it's just like, it, this is what got me started in the mountain bike industry and in, back in 2012. And that was a long time ago. And, um, yeah, I haven't stopped working in mountain bike stuff since then, even though I didn't ride bikes. <laughs> hey, yo, I just started when I moved to Vancouver. <laughs> I can't so, afford a bike. Sorry.
1: <laughs> so you do a lot of cool stuff. And there's probably some kids out there wondering how do they get into doing something that you do. And, you know, I think the often the first thought is, well, I gotta go to school and film school and visual effects school. That's mm-hmm. expensive. Like Don't. I know here, if you wanna go to Vancouver Film School it's like 50 grand or more Really? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I don't know. It's probably some that. sort of programs 50 grand. Didn't That's you go I at remember.
3: Vancouver Film School?
1: No, I did no. the digital film program at Langara. It was like a it was like a continuing studies thing. It wasn't like, I don't know, I went to school with like 35 year olds, 44 year olds, like uh, it was kind of a okay. different type of thing. Right. It wasn't even at the actual campus. It was like a it was like a small little office building on Broadway. Really? Yeah. Some guy's basement. Who <laughs> yeah. Yeah. is all smelly. Here, watch Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: going to go smoke a cigarette. Hey,
0: kid, you take your clothes off.
2: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but
0: yeah, well,
3: no, don't go to... Well, you can go to film school. It <laughs> depends. Everybody learns the different in a different way. But now, kids are so lucky. They have access to YouTube, and it's filled with tutorials about absolutely everything everything Mm -hmm. every aspect of filmmaking from writing all the way to post-production like you cannot you can learn anything by doing and just like oh i don't know how to do that just watch a youtube video and you'll get it Mm. yeah it's um you don't need to go to school i i wouldn't advise to go to school but i'm going to be a teacher at capilano university if you want to Get in my course about virtual production. You're gonna be a teacher. Yeah. Oh, that's I just super signed the cool. paperwork like yesterday. that oh, wow. will be a, a short commute for
0: you. Yeah, exactly. Nice. But uh,
3: yeah, just because of that, like it's gonna be very like high end filmmaking with Unreal Engine and motion capture gear and all that. But still, yeah. So I you just told everybody not to go to film yeah, school. Except for my class. I'm gonna be a teacher, by the way. By the way, so go good in my course. But no, it's like if you if you're starting, just do that just Mm -hmm. get Mm. just use your phone get some shots if you're going to add some vfx in it just put it on your computer and figure it out it's pretty simple like you want a 3d camera track just punch in that and now with your phone using the uh the accelerometer in there you can 3d track while filming which i did on automatic a bunch you can literally do that you don't have to, and then you can put your 3D element in there you have a camera it spits out a camera you get blender it's free like all the softwares are free now it's, it's amazing It's an amazing time to do.
1: What are some techniques films. that you would suggest uh, for a young or any not necessarily a young person anybody who wants to get into VFX yeah for example, I remember when I was starting um, I wanted to know how you would make text kind of you know, white behind a person, like a person yeah. walks in front of the text yeah, yeah. and that was, mm. I had no idea how to do that. And yeah. it, then, you know, years later I found out, Oh, it's just cropping. That's it. And yeah. Add a yeah. little feather to it. Or, um, what else did I do? One, one thing was, uh, I looked up on YouTube how to do a Kamehameha energy, energy ball. So yeah. I filmed myself in the backyard and <laughs> just followed a tutorial step by step. And I couldn't, I, I don't know how to do that anymore, but yeah. it taught me something in the process of like how to work with some layers and yeah. how to, you know parent to one layer to the other what would you recommend or like just some basic techniques or like something to learn
3: everything every layer is feeding off each other <laughs> um, oh shout out <laughs> Shout out to the come, world's on, best come podcast. on come on come on there you oh, go <laughs>
1: such a hater
2: dave
3: <laughs> i was waiting for that um yeah no uh it's good to learn all the little techniques i i mean what you need to learn first is like the keywords of what you need to search mm, for mm-hmm. that like what you just described like that somebody walking over the text it's called roto ro, rotoscopy you need to learn how to do roto roto it's what rotoscopy rotoscoping. Oh, rotos,
1: no, well rotoscopy rotoscoping rotoscoping is a, is a thing that you do that's the that's the verb all of rotoscopy yeah. like photography uh,
0: Rotoscopy,
1: rotoscopy, rotoscopy, rotoscopy. I think so I got that last thing. week in the doctor. Okay, so yeah. looking at rotoscoping. That's that's one uh, thing. Other keywords here. I got penicillin key- to get keying? rid of my <laughs> rotoscopy. Keying. What's
3: keying? <laughs> keying is like you can key any color. It's not just green or blue right. that you see in movies. You can key the faces to have the like all in those big high-end commercials like Project One. You see the colorists like keyed the skin tones to get all the red and just like really a nice shade to it and yeah you can key any color you need to learn keying you need to learn uh integration you need to learn editing editing is a big part you need to learn uh take a camera a stills camera and learn the lenses how Mm -hmm. focal length works and all that once it's just, like, I'm just saying that it takes years to master yeah. any craft like well, that. Well, you've
1: just discouraged everybody. No. Like, if you start now.
0: Have like, a, have, like, a little thing you just want to make. Yeah. And then, like, for me, it's more about don't make the thing to try to do the skill. Like, make the thing you want to make. And yeah. then, hopefully, like, okay, oh, it would be cool to, like, have this, you know a fireball go by and yeah. like okay now so i can achieve that story i have to figure out how to do that
3: exactly it's is, this is how i learn anything i was when covid hit i was like i'm going to make a video game so i was like i'm going to make a game where covid viruses chase me I and mean, i i have a gun with toilet paper in it and i just like shoot <laughs> toilet paper rolls and then they're gonna explode
2: i had that same idea yeah
3: and had, there you go and i
1: did Dan it and did do this you <laughs> did
2: make a video game another thing
1: where i had
0: to ask wait you like you did this like you, like I, googled, you, you? I googled you recently and i read your north shore news article about oh yeah that, that came out yeah.
3: i never read that yeah, what's was, the game called operation covid19 and you Ooh. can't use that name. I uh, learned after doing all the marketing material Oh because of like it's all uh, yeah. government own flag. It's yeah, like it
0: I need to get an operation for my COVID.
3: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it was just a dumb game, but like the more I worked on it, the more I was like, oh, I'm gonna make it so awesome. And I kept working, and then the sound design is killer. The music's awesome. Everything and it looks good. And then I was like, I'm gonna make a mobile version. So I had to learn how to fit like this big game i just made into like a phone and that was like super complicated but yeah just because like when you have a project in mind and you have a goal it's so much easier to learn anything like especially for game design you really but it's so freeing like compared to filmmaking uh because it's real-time feedback you do one thing you change one variable and you hit go And all of a sudden everything, nothing's working, but it's kind of (laughs) cool. You just broke your game and that gave me ideas. Like I just made a mistake of doing the jump way too high. So in the game, I played it and then I jumped super high and I realized it was a good strategy to kill all the viruses when you're super high up and you can just like shoot them down from above. And I was like, this is actually fun. So I just kept, it stayed in the game. So yeah. It's can you download fun. this game? Yeah. Right it's, now? You can download it on Steam. It's called Operation COVID 19 or on the Android Play Store. It's called Operation mm-hmm. Virus. It's been downloaded a hundred thousand times. Times or probably more. No way. And I got zero dollars. Oh no! Oh, no yeah, way. Yeah, I, yeah. It was it was it was one dollar when I released it, and it made like a hundred bucks. Okay, was like nice. hey, yeah, I'm rich. And then <laughs> and then after that, I was like, ah, eh, people are not really downloading it, so I put it free, and it got like. Mm-hmm. Could you explode. just put ads on the page? I people did download? put ads, but oh, yeah. I think I did it wrong, because <laughs> 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 I got like three cents on my AdSense. Baby. Like, like oh, I think I even messed it up. so yeah I did the game right but maybe not the ad part
1: uh, you just blow my mind we're like we, <laughs> what are we doing I'm wiping <laughs> down my cereal box with a sanitization wipe and you're making a video game in a week it's called desperation
3: I was like I lost <laughs> all my gigs all at once like project one that yeah. like we, were, we were supposed to do like the next month and I was like oh shit so I need to learn stuff but now like see now that Capilano University gig is literally that everything I learned doing that it's gonna be applied to that course, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's good to learn. Like the previous, I learned Unreal Engine to do that game, but now it it was it was useful for previous on Project One. It was useful for all the backgrounds in Project One, the Earth and everything flying around, all the three D elements. It's all done in Unreal Engine, so I'm kind of like really in tune now. I want just I just want real time feedback, and I just render that out and I comp it,
0: and it looks good. So everything's just feeding off each other. Everything's just feeding Ooh. off each other. You son of a
1: bitch. Oh. I guess at this point, anybody who's not interested in film or VFX work is uh, hanging in there, possibly falling asleep. We're it's changed topics. We're getting to, late.
0: I'm just wondering if we uh, we're
1: we're we're gonna get there. We don't know how. To, we still don't have an outro. So true. we might try to end this podcast another seven times. Yeah, go. <laughs> That's okay.
3: You do it. You do you? I I want to talk about your real skill. What's my real skill? Oh, yes, I know what my real skill is. Oh, we've tasted your real skill. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds
1: nasty. Um, It's (laughs) saucy. It's saucy. It's delicious. Melts in your mouth.
3: It's warm. It's the best poutine ever. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. That that makes me feel way better than any compliments about my work in films. (laughs) So, Dan, uh, no
1: bullshit. He makes the best poutine I've ever tasted. I don't know if we can give up your secret on air, but Uh, you need to talk about your poutine.
2: My poutine? Yeah, because I do the gravy. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. A lot of people are not going to know what poutine is. Really? Who listen to this. For sure. There will be people. What is poutine? Poutine is the best thing
3: ever. Okay. It's fries with cheese curds and gravy. What's a cheese curd? Cheese curds are like little... It's soured milk in Quebec, but here it's not that. It's just Cheddar. But, um, yeah, that <laughs> did not make that,
1: make that sound tasty at all. Uh, sorry.
3: <laughs> do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, gee, what is a cheese curd? I
1: don't know. It's like cheese a little curd. glob like of cheese like, like, that yeah. squeaky cheese. It, yeah. In in Quebec, it's known as squeaky cheese. Yeah. It's got this unique texture that it actually squeaks between your teeth. You can hear it when you're chewing we, 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 it, squeakers. but if you get it anywhere else other than Quebec, it doesn't squeak. It's it, it the legit stuff squeaks. squeaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
3: yeah, you can hear it when, if, you, when you bite yeah, in if it, it, is it just not, goes like Sweak. If it's not going squeak, squeak, squeak <laughs> in, yeah. in your teeth, it, it's not legit. Like a guinea stop pig. fooling yourself. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Yeah, exactly that. And and in Quebec, it's like uh, room temperature. It's not uh, refrigerated. Yeah, you can... It's like uh, on every little corner oh, the store. the cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. cheese okay, is okay, just okay, like okay. sitting sitting there in the I bags. thought you meant
0: the poutine. And I got very... Same. Concerned. I was like,
3: that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. But yeah, like I've worked on my poutine recipe for longer than i can
2: remember like do they teach so, that in schools there or? yeah they do okay. it's, it's like mandatory in high school now. like actually is it like it, you have home ec obviously <laughs> <laughs> cooking class <laughs> what? cooking class <laughs> yes. in high school yeah it's poutine no <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> i learned that the first time i moved to bc like years and years ago i was like i need to learn how to make poutine on my own because it's like it was so like Ugh. so i i was really into cooking when i was in my early 20s and i yeah, I learned how to make my own gravy, and I've been, like, tweaking it for the past, like, 15 years, and now it's perfect. Oh, it is goodness. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
1: could open up a shop and uh, sell poutine. It'd be better than any poutine I've had. I, so I don't want to give up the secret, but let me describe Dan's poutine. Handmade, hand-cut fries, cooked himself. Mm-hmm. Gravy made over the oven for hours. It takes an hour. There's a base of, for hour, for hour. <laughs> for a hour. <laughs> there's, uh, I don't even think you use a gravy mix. Am I correct here? Of course not.
3: Only I, I, I want to start listing the ingredients, but I don't know if I'm giving away. No, no, like, don't give trip. it. Don't, there's, I can't. You can say there's like balsamic vinegar. What? Uh, basil and fresh basil, not the not the dry shit. Onions, and onions. You got you to gotta bring it. In. Maple Did syrup. Oh, I said too much. Yeah. As a secret, <laughs> what did you say? Onions, onions. Oh, onions is like that's fine. Whatever, it's like the base of everything in life. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> onions. But yeah, it's all. It's about the. We said too much. We need to burn this podcast. Yeah, this is not gonna get released. Break everything. But yeah, it's uh, it's. I wanted. I wanted to turn making poutine into like an art form, and. I think it's... uh, Did you do a previs for it? I did a previs. I did (laughs) storyboarding. Yeah, you storyboarded it? Actually, I never wrote down the recipe, and I gave it to Matt, and he did it, and I I think you kind of nailed it. I told you that it was the equivalent of you giving me the nuclear code. Yes. (laughs) I was like, don't tell anyone that.
1: (laughs) Well, I had a little Christmas soiree, and uh, Dan was kind enough to make poutines for everybody. And uh, that was the highlight of the party for sure. Everybody had to come out one by one and say, Dan, what the hell, man? Yo, for (laughs) real,
2: it's so good.
3: I was so nervous. It was the first time that everybody, like, other than, like, just close friends that come here, just at my place once in a while, just, like, having a big group of people tasting yeah, I was like, oh my god. Hope, hopefully they'll like it. Oh my god, I wouldn't I'm gonna kill myself if they don't like it. But Everybody's yeah. hungry now. Yeah. Everybody listening is <laughs> I'm so I, <laughs> I could go <laughs> for a boy. <laughs> <point. Yeah. laughs> There's a good one in Vancouver. It's called uh, La Belle Patate. Uh, it's pretty decent. Like I'll give it a eight on ten. So we're thinking
1: of uh possibly making our way to Quebec later this year. Oh yeah. Uh where should we head up?
3: Uh oh my god, you're gonna go to um it's a Magog as some of the best poutine. I'm, oh not, I'm not kidding. Go to the hometown. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome if my to go, go to Your, your uh, Yeah, there, there's home. like where I used to live in Ayerscliff, which is like in the in the outskirts of Magog, Magog. And um they have some legit poutine too. And they have like the at uh what's it called? Shoot, I forgot the name. Anyway, uh I doesn't matter, but yeah, they have like a knockoff of the Big Mac too. Which is oh. like, oh no It's like a homemade Big Mac. It mm. tastes like amazing. You get that with your poutine, oh, and you're like, uh, there's, there's a uh, Big Mac <laughs>
1: pizza here on
3: the shore. Oh, and that's pretty delicious. good. It is pretty it good. It is delicious. I was surprised.
1: It's- an abomination of <laughs> Italian your, uh, cuisine. Your girl goes nuts for it. Yeah, your my daughter.
3: My daughter was like, uh, This is the best thing ever. Every I'm time like, really? I see her now, she's like, Can we get the Mac Daddy pizza? <laughs> yes, yeah, she's like, we, we cannot get the Mac Daddy pizza anywhere <laughs> or everywhere. She doesn't understand that. This yet. is a Wendy's. <laughs> this is high. This is McDonald's.
1: We don't have a pizza. But. I- I remember uh, as a young kid eating poutines from Burger King and they were always like so salty and so nasty and the fries get all soggy. Like it's similar
3: to like a McDonald's poutine now, mm-hmm. I guess.
1: And it's just like, what a sh- It's just not, it's not right.
3: It, it's, it's getting right. the job done when you have a craving. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I need to go. Everybody's going to be so hungry. Just listening to us right now. Mm-hmm. If they make it through. poutine <laughs> industry is <laughs> booming. It's almost like they're
2: feeding off <laughs> us. Hey, <Yeah>, yo.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one.
3: I'm bullish for the uh, <laughs> poutine market right now. And hey, we need a Mahalo my Dude branded poutine like s- container. Mahalo My Poots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a place here... Called Smoke's Boutinery R.I.P. no longer exists. What? It's Thanks gone. COVID. Oh. Was that the one on Granville? Yeah. It was the go to place after you were hammered downtown partying. You'd go get a poutine. But like they had this endless list of like every kind of variation of like toppings on a poutine. It was I mean, anything's good when you're drunk at three AM, but mm-hmm. um I I wish I could take you to that place. They have one at B C I T. Really? really? There's still one around? Smoke's yeah.
3: Poutinery. Yeah. Oh wow! is well, yeah, at
0: one thirty. So oh, there you go. That's so we have,
1: Yeah, we could still get. We a, have to uh, get drunk on the
2: BCIT campus. <laughs> yeah. Let's
0: All go. All right. So, uh, can you get a job there instead? <laughs> oh, there
1: is uh, another place on Davie in Vancouver. <clears throat> I think it's called oh, Fritz. Gosh fritz i don't know it's like a kebab place oh yeah I, and they have a chicken poutine that's pretty deadly mm-hmm. it's so good but you'll have a rough morning yeah that's
3: well <laughs> actually i think like when you're <clears throat> when you're drunk and you eat poutine it makes you feel better
2: yeah like oh, all the that's scientifically the fat, proven.
0: yeah mm-hmm. no it's literally the fat no, and yeah, the no, salt <laughs> and all that <laughs> when makes you're drunk or when you're hungover both. both both apparently when you're hungover it's not good to eat fatty oh dude. <laughs> it's science. what do they know what did Dave know? Science? I don't know. the night before, though. The night before, I think he want to pack some stuff in. Uh, Dave, the science is sound. <laughs> it's not. It's I've, not done, <laughs> I've done it's years. years of product testing. I've thing. done the. I've done the. I've done my own research. Oh, no, it's <laughs> in the oh, science is changing. That. Yeah. See, they're right there. Yeah.
3: Just fritz. Mean poutine. But yeah, like the best one will be the restaurant. I was
0: looking up. to see if this mm. was on here. Belgian fries on commercial drive. There you go.
1: Oh, boy. I'm really hungry uh. now. Well, uh, I'm hungry. We need to go get some poutine. Thank you, Dan, for being here. Thank this you. is me trying to wrap up the podcast. It's <laughs> attempt number one. I don't know where this is going, but we what we said yesterday was that maybe we would try to just wing an outro and... Uh, and put each other on the spot similar to how I I was uh I did the intro. But the mm. intro is written. Mm-hmm. I don't right. know if we're gonna try to I think do an we outro. We should um
0: unwritten. We should give our guests, you know, the floor to promote something. That's or, a good call. You know, yeah, just what do just you want to promote, something? Dan? Uh go watch Automatic. I
3: spent way too much time on this thing. And hopefully like it gets more than five to ten views. Um, Where can they watch it again? <laughs> you can watch it on CBC Jam. You just punch in automatic and you'll see a big Big robot, which is actually Matt's character in the movie. And, uh, yeah. Matt. Do you want to director. direct anyone to your website or anything like that? No. Okay. That's good enough. Okay. Just follow your, Dan on Instagram, yeah. dangod.exe. I'll do it for you. There you go. Thank you. I, I'm Show gonna, Dan some love. I'm going to be finally an influencer. Like yeah, you get five more views and two more followers. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty much the average. Whenever you, whenever you tag me on whatever in or MahaloMaidu.raifht right, is like two
0: or three new followers. Yes. I get like, <laughs> I get like three 12-year-old mountain bikers yeah. every so often. <laughs> that's pretty much it. But yeah, that's, that's all
3: I care about these days. Just go watch my stuff. I worked hard on it. Yeah, and go watch... Uh,
1: some of uh, our projects. I'm going to promote myself here on top do of yourself, Dan. Go watch Project One.
3: Feeding up. Appreciate each
1: other. Uh, Dan's hard work. Up, uh, hand painting each confetti.
0: Oh my god! Pulling out his hair. It's actually called Launch into Project One. This is true. It'll be easier to find that way. This is mm. true. I was thinking, uh, just maybe make a.
1: I might. I might give a go at a director's cut, and yeah. upload like a hun- one minute twenty version.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we have the footage for that? <sighs> I deleted it all. Do you uh, have it? No. <laughs> well, so much, <laughs> well so much for that
4: Well, so much for that.
1: Who wants to do the outro? Dave. Okay, I got it. Um, okay, and we're all going to rate the outro. Yeah, yep. yeah.
0: So, so uh, Dan, I just want to say thanks for letting us feed off of you. Thank you, Dave. It was enjoyable. I'm very full, thank you. I'm actually hey.
2: hungrier than when I started. Hey, yo. <laughs> it's just because <laughs> so, we talked about poutine. Yeah, buddy.
0: So um, we're just gonna pretend Dan's not here now for our intro or our outro. God damn it! I said a wrong stupid. You're out of two. You're out of two. Um, Negative one point. But I want you guys to rate uh, how how you felt the feeding went today.
2: What? We didn't need anything.
0: No, just no, just the feeding. Oh, we're pretending Dan's not here, and we're gonna talk about him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh God. I feel actually pretty. My soul is pretty filled with uh, pretty satiated. Pretty satiated because. I don't know uh, we've gone like mountain biking with Dan and I rode bikes with him here today and it's always cool I think when you can be around someone super talented and just hang out as friends and there's no like hierarchy <laughs> between that whereas you know sometimes there is for sure
0: there's egos sometimes there
2: is for sure for yeah. sure and I think that just speaks to his character.
1: Oh, I feel very full. I feel like I uh, have been curious of a lot of these topics for a long time, like asking about the movies and stuff. I've definitely asked you a lot of times and then forgotten, but I, I saved asking questions because I knew you'd be on the podcast. So it was good to kind of dive in, but uh, it was very easy to, to get questions to ask you when we know each other so well now. I love you. I've, my life has changed for the better knowing you. You've uh. improved my career and uh <laughs> Jesus you Christ. Know, I love hanging out with you and your family and uh you've happy ruined, you're here.
2: ruined poutine for us. Uh, we can only eat yours. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting all emotional now. Jesus.
0: That was a nice moment. Yeah.
2: I like yeah. Dave how we were like, hey, can you do an outro? And you're like, okay, hey guys, uh, here's <laughs> a question. Yeah,
0: I, no, it's literally we have an <laughs> We have super crappy outro, outro notes, and it's in the notes. Rate our feeding off each other. Yeah, but we were saying okay. go off the
2: dome. All you dude. did was off say, dome, okay, right. I'm
0: gonna
1: do the intro, and
0: then you read my note that I wrote last night that all says, right. I don't know. We can
1: ask. We can rate
0: our feeding off each all other. Right. <laughs> So, so, uh, thanks for listening. Um, fuck you, Matt. Um, <laughs> tune in next time. Uh, you can check us out on social media at, uh, both IFHT films and Mahala, my dude. You can also find Matthew at what the fuck's here. Was here? Oh no. Matt Dennison TV. Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think who, so. It's Jason cares? Lucas Instagram. It, yeah. Who cares? That's me. Um, I, I don't have one. So Thanks you know, for listening. Instagram? No, I do. I'm just I just don't care We can't let myself.
1: the audience the, the guest have the last promotion. We gotta, yeah, you totally gotta promote yourself. Submerge their promotion yeah. with ours.
0: <laughs> yeah, and thanks for um Delightful Mugs for sponsoring this episode um with the most delightful mugs.
1: Yes. Thanks to uh our sponsor, no one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> if you're out there and you have money and something to promote we uh, are send, open. Yeah, 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 yeah. Open for <laughs> business. Yeah. business. Yeah. I'll send you my banking info, and uh, we will promote literally
2: anything. We take Bitcoin, Dogecoin, <laughs> uh, confetti. Yeah, particularly green.
0: You want us to talk about boner pills? We'll talk about boner pills. We already
2: are. Hey,
0: hey I'm on one right now. <laughs> <laughs> you That's can, not you can just barely tell, but yeah, <laughs> I think he
1: is. All right. All right. Dan, your mascara is running. Oh, yeah. Go to the bathroom. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. was awesome.
0: Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.